Yo, bro, your t-shirt game is on point today. Uh, thank you. Nirvana, bro. Like, I noticed that when you were doing your training videos the other day, I was like, Nirvana is one of my favorite bands of all time. Yeah, man. Um, I was really, really into them growing up. The whole Seattle grunge thing. Alice in Chains, of course. Um, Hell yeah. You know, just that whole scene was really cool, man. And it kind of stuck with me no matter where I went in life. So, yeah, I'm donning, I'm donning the Nirvana, man. Definitely a big Kurt Cobain fan. Okay, so let's get right into it. We're going to go off the rails automatically here. Yeah. All right, so did he kill himself or did Courtney Love set that up? You know what? I don't know the answer to that, but I can say this. I kind of think she did. And I don't know. I just kind of get the feeling she did. Like when they were like, you know, recording everybody and talking to everybody about the death, she had like little to no love for the man at all. Like you could totally tell there was nothing but disdain. So I don't know, man. It's um, it's hard to say. You know, I hate to point fingers, but she definitely looks guilty in my book. I mean, we, we could go on about this for hours, but I'm going to tell the listeners to watch something called Soaked in Bleach. Mm -hmm. which is a great documentary yeah, that unpacks this whole bad boy. I actually just watched it, so it's highly recommended. Yeah. <laughs> if you watch that and then someone tells me that Kurt Cobain committed suicide, I think yeah. they're absolutely nuts. But we're also nuts because we're fighters. Right? Adam, what's going on, man? You've been doing a lot of stuff recently. You're training your ass off. Um, yeah, how's man. things going? I see that background. I'm very familiar with that background. I can't wait yeah. to be out there again. Um, you've been training really hard, man. What's going on? What's good? Um, you know what, man? I've just been pushing it. Um, I recently just uh went to Pennsylvania with Sean Kanan, had a really good experience out there with him and his family. They were great, great, great hosts. I mean, I couldn't have asked for more. Um, you know, they put me up in a really nice hotel. Everything was just, you know, comped. So, um, you know, huge shout out to Sean and, and, and his, uh, his wife, Michelle. Um, but it was a really great time. And you know what? I, I actually got to go there and I got to meet, uh, Yuji Okamoto or Okamoto, uh, from, uh, what Cobra Kai season three, which is chosen for, for all those guys that don't know. Um, and got to meet, you know, uh, uh Fumio Demura, which is you guys, the real Miyagi, which was a huge honor and experience i can't even i can't even touch down on it, it was so cool um and yeah man i got to i got to you know just kind of watch sean do his thing so it was it was really cool really nice and it kind of again just kind of reignited that flame in me again you know to be around the martial arts constantly you know and to actually be around you know different dojos and stuff like that and see how things are operating it was just a really good experience man it sounds tremendous, and, you know, for listeners, uh, you know, the, the listeners that have been consistent listeners or new listeners, me and Adam are like stepbrothers, like BFFs <laughs> when it comes down to certain things. So I am just so happy that you had that experience to do that, um, you know, to to meet the real Miyagi uh, yeah. and – the two let's face facts i love johnny lawrence i love william zapka as an actor and all that kind of great stuff but you met two of the biggest badasses well, it's kind of funny that you say that man because i always think of I, I think of like karate kid one two and three and it got progressive 
in every one of them, man. Like the bad guys just got worse and worse. They got worse. <clears throat> you had a death match in part two. Yeah. And then you had the third one where Mike Barnes, obviously, he could have easily won. Easily. Oh, yeah. But oh, they yeah. kept, you know, asking him to go into overtime and, and torture Daniel LaRusso. And he was definitely, I think, the, the, the most menacing Sean Cannon's character. And he, he did it so well, you know. And, and that that's what I loved about that movie is that he, he was just like a hitman. He was a hired guy. Oh, yeah. He was, again, man, he was, like I, like I told him when I was there last time, I was like, you know, you were this the hugest inspiration, you know, for me growing up and actually getting into the martial arts and just seeing that high octane, high energy martial arts that he gave in that in that sh that movie you know was was just amazing you know and you could tell he really put his heart into it so again man it was just it was an honor you know to be around people like that um uh was also around uh since they chat a seed which is somebody else i met which was just a really really cool guy shout out to him um you know really focused very traditional in his martial arts aspects and i have a great deal of respect for all of them it was just very cool man yeah, it sounds like a, a remarkable experience. Okay, so right now, to the listeners that are listening on radio, um, they obviously can't see video. In the background, there's a small speed bag that you have hanging up mm -hmm. um, that's hanging from the ceiling in front of your house. Uh, yeah. Some of these kicks that you're doing, actually all these kicks that you're doing, you're hitting them with uh, superior accuracy. How did that come about? And that is not an easy thing to do. Like, what is that? A six ounce, eight ounce? Like, it's very, it's very small, man. Like, it's so a I'll, tiny like, ass I'll, bag. I'll walk up to it for you guys. Um, it's no bigger than like, I mean, you know it's what I'm small. saying? It's very, very small. Um, and it's so funny, man. My my wife one day, she came back and she was like going to yard sales, and you know they had all these sales around and. This guy had this this sentry stand that you guys see behind me right here, and he had this speed bag, and he just wanted to get rid of it. I think he was one of those people that had, you know, potentially tried to get into it and kind of changed his mind, um, and then just kind of, you know, it sat in his garage for a while. But it was a really nice sentry stand, um, and it didn't have a bag, but it had the speed bag. Um, and I'd never worked with a speed bag in my life, bro. Like I, I had seen people working with them before. Um, I have, I had never actually got to like train on one. Um, you know, I've always wanted to kind of work with one. I think it's always really cool to watch, you know, boxers kind of go off on them. So I always, always really wanted to try to do that as well. But, um, I kind of saw it when I was sitting up here and, and it, you know, she, she dropped it off for me and I was thinking, Hmm, I was like, you know, I really want to kick this thing, but I don't want to break my foot doing it because my foot's like literally a size 12. So, I, I kind of looked at it for a second and I kind of sized it up and I kind of went over it in my head and, and kind of saw myself, like I said, doing the routine and um, kind of envisioned, you know, what, what were the possibilities of me kicking this bag and not hitting something. So to date, I've been working on this thing probably a total of five weeks. So a little bit before I left to go and uh, with Sean to Pennsylvania. Um, but not once have I hit this thing, man. Uh, as far as like hitting my foot or hitting it wrong. And um, it's been it's been an absolute like miracle that I'm going through this thing like I am, but I am and I'm just I'm honed in um, and working with that type of small object that's, you know, it's so very small and um, there's such a wide range to not connect with it. 
Um, you have to be very accurate and you have to be very precise. And like I said, I always tell any students that I have when they're kicking, um, you know, you want to envision it. You want to see yourself doing it and you want to see the, you know, again, this is something you kind of have to go over in your head. Um, and it doesn't make sense to a lot of people, but as an individual, it's always worked for me. I mean, I think it worked for you too when you were here. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's that transcendence, you know, and you see yourself doing it and you, you just do it, you know? And oh, ever, ever since I trained with you, bro, and we'll talk about that in a little while, of course, uh, more so we'll unpack it more, but uh, I, I've been a different person. I've been galvanized. I've been reborn and baptized. Like, what I can see. I say, bro? <laughs> like, My wife I, and I was super impressed, man. Like you're doing really well. And like, you're, um, you know, I see you getting it every day. Every time I'm on here, I see you getting it and going out and training. And it's, it's, you know, again, man, it's an inspiration to me because again, what people don't realize is when we're all doing this training and we're posting this stuff, it inspires everybody, man. It really does. It gives them this fire and this edge and people really, you know, they want to do it, especially those that are interested in this, this topic of martial arts. Um, so it's just really good, man. It's a really positive energy. And I like that. Hell yeah. We're not too old for this shit. Nah, you know, man. like to quote yeah. lethal weapon, you yeah. know, we're not too old for this shit. Exactly. You know, uh, there, there's no doubt. I mean, I'm 42. You're uh, 38, I believe, right? Uh, I'm 39 going on 40 here. Um, and I will be and we're trading our asses together. off. Yeah, man. You know what? <laughs> that's that's a lie. What they say, you're never too old to train. And you know what? For all those people listening out there that, uh, you know, used to train and they think, oh, man, I could never do that stuff. Guys, I gave up for 20 years of my life. I didn't throw a kick or a punch. Um, and just recently, because of COVID and this pandemic, that was literally the surge in me that got me out here starting again. And I can tell you guys, I'm better than I ever was before. Yes. I mean, I just, it's, it's just, you know, it, again, it's experience, but we're like wine. We age like wine, and, and, and aged wine is good wine, right? Absolutely. I, you know, I feel the same way, dude. Like, to be honest with you, um, I feel sharper than ever. Um, I'm putting together a science of combinations and boxing and things that I'm doing. And I, I just can't stop. Like I actually literally lay down in bed and, you know, fantasize about yeah. how I'm going to do a quadruple jab. Never mind a yeah. double jab. We're doing yeah. four. You know, yeah. and we're going to hook off that jab. So that's and, five left hands. And you know what? There's people out there that, that don't, I guess, that they don't really understand how positive that can be for any martial artist. Um, going over it in your mind. Um, I think that every one of us have been in a situation where we couldn't physically do anything. And we wanted, we wanted to so bad. I mean, that's, that's that time where you really want to hone in that part of your brain and you want to do this in your mind. And I think it can actually really help and benefit every martial artist to try it and to kind of, again, there's a lot of guys out there that lock, like to draw diagrams of, of like little fighting stick figures and, you know, you know, show left hook and left jab. And, you know, and I could, you know, people look at it and they're like, oh, whatever. But, you know, I can really see the, the interesting part to it. And um, that's how people kind of visualize. And um, I think it helps. You know, I think it's not just a physical thing. I think it's so much more mental. You know, and, and it, it's kind of funny, like when I was over in Pennsylvania, we had this point fight. OK, and I was absolutely not ready for a point fight. I had never been in a point fight with, you know, other people. Um, I was taught to always kind of go through my object and go through the people that I was, you know, sparring against. Um, 
So it was a different set of rules. And um, I think that, you know, there was an expectance of kind of more, a little bit more control on your punches and your kicks. And it was, again, it was just something that I don't think that I was prepared for, but it made me realize that there's so many different uh, aspects of the martial arts, you know, and there's so many different ways to train in the martial arts. And I got to see the beauty um, and, you know, shout out again to the Gambukai. I got to see the beauty in what they do. Um, and it was very, very, very cool to see how these guys operate because they're really quick, they're really fast, and they're taught to do this in such a way that it's, it, you know, really helps them hone in. Um, but yeah, man, and like, you know, it's something that, again, it made me kind of think, you know, as fighters, we always need to evolve, you know, and we need to take, we need to take those experiences and we need to add them into the evolutionary part of our journey in the martial arts. Um, That's and, exactly what it is. And what you're talking yeah. about, you know, I want to go back real quick to uh, the whole experience about hitting that small speed bag, because I want my listeners to understand exactly. And you explained it very well, but I want to, you know, re uh, go back to that and talk to the listeners about how hard that is to do. Okay. As a boxer, just hitting it. And, and having it in concert and having it in a certain rhythm, it takes rhythm, concentration, focus. Now, you're doing a target kick, which is entirely different from the usage of an actual speed bag. Because what people do with a speed bag is they do this. Yeah, repetitiously. You know, and, and I'm a drummer, so I was always like, that was easy for me. So I was like, okay. And people were like, okay, you want to start a speed bag? I'm like, hey, I got this. I'm a drummer. But if, if you're trying to do an isolated kick and you have – big feet and it's a small fucking bag that is not easy to do brother <laughs> like it, it, and it, i i told you i was so impressed when i saw that thank you thank you i was actually practicing earlier today and i was doing i was doing it again and it's just again either it's pure luck that i've just gotten through it without hurting myself like totally hard or i don't or, think it's luck i i, I think know, it's I just you and your you know, accuracy it's, just, it's kind of just I really feel like, you know, when I see something and I, I'm going to try to strike it with a kick, I kind of hone into it. And, and, you know, in a special way without, you know, sounding like, you know, Danny Rand is Iron Fist. Like I kind of become one with it for that second, you know, and it's that then I just kind of do it, you know. Well, that's what you got to do when you do combinations, uh, when you do anything in training, you know, and obviously that's not a combination. That's just a single strike. But and anybody that tries to fight is that you really have to hone in. Like you said, it's all about focus. It's all about yeah. dialing yourself in. It's all about accuracy, yeah. you know, and. For, for me, as, as a boxer, what I like to do is, is always tell people that, you know, you don't necessarily always have to aim for the head. You don't always necessarily have to aim for the body. You could aim at anything above the waistline and break them down. You know, it's all about targeting. It's funny. I, you know, I was under uh, – I always believed that going for the head was the thing to do. You know, when I was younger, so I'd always try to go for the head, go for the head, because it's the knockout. It's it's the big it's the big deal. Um, and knocking somebody out by punching them in the face is a lot harder than somebody thinks. There's a lot of people out there that can take punches really, really good. Like, for example, like at this last tournament, I got kicked really hard in the face. And surprisingly, I took it really, really well. Um, but again, it's, it's a lot harder to knock somebody out if you don't know what you're doing. Um, and it's just, I don't know, man, it's... 
it's hard to explain, man. You know, it's, it's just one of those things that, again, it's, you gotta, you gotta hone in on that, on that target and you just, you know, well, that, that, that's what it is. And it is very hard to explain. And the thing is like, I'm crafting this boxing system where it's, it's a completely different uh, mindset. And this is what you have inspired me to do. I got this from you because you do a hybrid, you do your own creation and so there was things with my my training, I was realizing that, you know, Johnny, you've known this all your life. You've known how to do these things your whole life. But why do you have to box systematically? Why do you have to box traditionally? Why don't you just box differently? Hmm, interesting concept. That's what you do, Adam. And that's well, what you showed me. And that's what I, I can't wait to show you when we hang out. And you're going to show me more than I can show you because you're a martial arts master. Here's the thing, okay. here's the thing that I realize, realize about myself. I realize that even if I'm to the point of a master, I'm still very much a student and there's so much to be learned. Um, and I think a true master always is learning. Um, but yeah, man, I just, I, again, I kind of feel like, again, with the experience that I just experienced, it's always going to be different and it's always going to be a different setting and it's always going to be a change up. And again, you know, constantly evolving, constantly trying to hone in on every single thing you can grasp and take in. Um, and again, man, like even, even going through the failure of not being able to like, you know, go, go with these guys, because again, I didn't understand the, the point determination, you know, um, it, it was, it was, it was something beautiful and good because it made me realize that there's going to be guys out there that really move like this, you know, so that I need to move like this as well, even in one of those situations. But what all, what it also made me realize is I'm very much a mixed martial arts fighter. I'm definitely not the point fighting type. Um, I, I like to, you know, roll around on the ground like everybody else does and, and do some ground and pound and a little bit of jujitsu and wrestling. And um, I like to, uh, you know, do a little bit that I wasn't able to do in those situations. So it's, again, I kind of felt held back, but it was a beautiful thing. Like I said, because it put me in that situation where I kind of had to rely on myself for literally the five minutes that I had to learn it. You know what I'm saying? So it's, again, man, it's martial arts is about constantly pushing yourself and, and it's bringing yourself to these new heights. Um, and that's what I've been doing with the speed bag that we're talking about is just you know, it's so being a, the, the evolution of being a fighter. You're always yeah. adapting. You're always learning. And yeah. it's funny, like we were talking about, we're not too old for this shit. I'm 42 years old. I, I know more about boxing now more than ever than I did in my 20s when I was at my physical prime, if you will, quote unquote. But right. my wife gave me so much encouragement. She's like, you know so much about it. You work really hard. You, you know, um, I'm going to take an amateur fight. I'm going to take one last amateur fight. I think uh, that's great, man. Like, I'm so proud of you fuck for that. Yeah. It's such a big leap. And you know what? Again, it's something that I'm looking into as well right now. Um, I definitely want to fight on the, on the mixed martial arts level. It's something that's been kind of itching my back for a long time. Um, and so I'm definitely looking into, we should um, be on the same card for, for everybody out there. That's, you know, that hears me that I haven't met yet, or, you know, is on that professional level. Like I'm very interested in this type of, uh, martial arts and this type of fighting. So, um, again, looking to do it. Um, and I think again, it, it, there's something to said, be said about getting punched in the face in life. There really is there. Everybody's like, Oh, you don't want to get there's a beauty to it and it makes you learn and it makes you understand and it makes you not go through the same punch again. So 
This is why you're my brother, dude. This is the stepbrother shit. Like, what, what do they say with the dinosaur one? What's your favorite dinosaur? And they answer at the same time. Because uh, I, yeah, yeah. I totally understand exactly what you're talking about. Like, yeah. I don't mind getting hit. Now, I try to avoid getting hit. But if you could take the punch, you have to understand what you're getting into with martial arts and, and boxing or mixed martial arts and whatever. Like, you got to know what you're getting into going in. It's not going to be a sunshine and rainbow you affair. Will. You're going to get hit. This is what I loved about mixed martial arts, okay, is it gives you the ability to really, again, what is martial arts about? It's about expressing oneself. When yes. you're in these other types of situations, like these point fights and stuff, I just I wasn't able to express myself fully. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's to no offense to them because it's beautiful what they do. But again, what it made me realize as a person and as a martial artist, I was able to sh to subjugate myself in one of these areas, and I definitely feel that I'm in the mixed martial arts range. Um, you know, I, oh, I really absolutely comfortable there, and I feel like. I have a potential there. Um, but that's what's crazy is, guys, we're all different. You know, not everybody can fight at those, you know, again, there's there's point fighters, there's taekwondo fighters, there's Kayakoshin karate tournaments. You know, everybody fights denim. Uh, every, I'm sorry, everybody fights differently. But again, man, that's what we're going back to. And that's what's so beautiful about a hybrid is, is learning all of it. You know, That's right. And, and, and that's real fighting. And again, going back to what I was saying before about what you showed me was about that, that uh, whole philosophy. And then next thing I noticed to myself, I said, you know, you had me, I had an idea the whole time to break down someone systematically, like hit their shoulders, hit their elbows, hit everything. Everything above the waist in boxing, guys, is legit. It's legal. You could hit someone in the throat. And I know this sounds very damaging and very, uh, you know, murderous, but it's a fight. And that's what you were just saying. Like, it, it's I, I, if I'm going to do it, I want a real fight. I want someone to give me their best. I want to give them my best and i'm willing to accept the consequence it's of that it's super irritating when you have a judge literally like stopping a fight because one punch that barely touches you like is the reason for stopping it you know what Bullshit. i'm saying like yep. it's very irritating um again and it's it's to no offense to any of you know them or any any person that does point fighting it's just not my style of fighting um, and I enjoy being able to kind of express myself fully. One thing that my wife always tells me is don't dumb yourself down. I mean, I think that people would be maybe irritated by that or annoyed by that. But for me, it's true, man. Like if you're doing something, do it fully, fully express yourself. Yes. <laughs> I'm fired up now. <laughs> Bruce Lee, man, he talked about it all the time, you know, and I really believe in this, this, this theory, you know, do give it, give it all you got. You know, it was, it's so funny. Like, um, three times in the tournament I was actually kind of called out and the judge goes, well, I told this guy several times that if he kicks like this again, he's going to get disqualified. And I thought to myself, man, I don't understand how one kicks and then stops. That's, that's see, it, it, it's so much different for me because I kind of felt like, man, I want to go through these guys. I want to, I want to, I want to punch them like I'm boxing them. And I want to exactly. <laughs> um, it just, it, it wasn't something that I was able to do. And as everybody knows, I kind of have this style where I'm going through something. And when I teach somebody, literally, I'm going to teach you. I don't want you to aim for my face. I want you to aim for the back of my head. Um, I want you to go through me. I don't want you to aim for me. I want you to go through me to the to the back behind me. 
that's the kind of visualization I think that I have. And that's what made me realize after this trip is I'm so much more a mixed martial artist because I really actually enjoy getting into the fundamentals of it. And then the self-expression where I'm just going out there and it's like this animalistic, just, just this battle, you know, this beautiful battle, you know, and it's like, that's, that's what it is for me. But again, man, it made me realize and respect that there's so many other things out there that I don't know. And those guys, man, I'll tell you what, fast as lightning. They understand that sport. They understand how to get in there and get out. Um, I just was so annoyed. Every time it was called a point, and if if my kick was too hard, I could, you know, I was going to be disqualified. It was just like I can't do this. So again, man, it's martial arts is crazy. You know, it's it's there's so much to it. I, know, I, I love everything you were just talking about, and uh, you know, as a student of Adam's discipline and training, uh, first of all, he's a remarkable trainer, and if you ever have the opportunity and honor and luxury to train with him like you will learn a lot and he talked about going through a motherfucker let's just put it that way I mean, <laughs> right? that's, so. pretty much, that's pretty much what again we talk a lot about envisioning what you're going to do and that's pretty much what you yes. want to in your mind as you're doing it um and, you don't want and, to aim for him you want to aim through him and that that was my goal like uh bob is a 200 and something pound thing that i was having a hard time with and then next thing i know because of adam's tutelage i was kicking him down and striking him down punching him down doing all this type of stuff with force of going through someone and adam's absolutely correct that's what you want to do if you're going to ever be in a contact sport like combat sport in particular you want to of course always hope that your opponent is well but at the end of the day they're trying to do to you what you're trying to do to them right. they're not right. trying to take it easy on you uh, and, and, i've been in many fights so and you, know, you know another shout out to like my friend carl lofthouse which is this guy that works in the uk um does a lot of mma stuff um it, it's kind of like him it, there, there's this part of martial arts that i think is more for practice and uplifting, you know, type of environment. As far as like, I don't know, it's like this whole situation made me realize like where, again, I need to be in the martial arts. And again, guys, there's just, there's so many elements to it. Um, you can never look at martial arts and just say it's martial arts because there's just a hundred million different elements to it. Um, and it's just crazy, man. Just like him, you know, this guy, when he fights, he's fighting to literally get the guy to start tapping. And I love that idea. Because that to me is something, again, this, this person is submitting to you. And that's what my buddy Carl does all day long is he teaches people to do jujitsu and wrestling and, and, and everything else. And what I love about that type of stuff is he's not there to get the point. He's there to literally make you submit because that's, that's truly what fighting should be about. And that's kind of how I feel like exactly. if you're going to call a kumite, then let's, let's do this until somebody's giving up. You know. And sure, obviously, we don't need to kill each other. But I mean, again, I, I've just, I've never, ever been in a situation where I had to hold back. You know, it was, it was like, it was heartbreaking, you know? I have a, a, an adrenaline rush when I think about um, fighting again. And we both have tremendous wives that support us in this madness that we yes. created in our world. Oh, and bro. when my wife told me that she was in support of me fighting again and, 
it was kind of like remember in Rocky too, which he's like, you know, Rocky's like all trying to talk to Adrian, and sure. she's like, and Rocky's like, what do you want me to do? And she's like, win. I and then my wife told me she's like, you got this, go out yeah. there. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, bro! Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it, that's, that's, it's that's crazy when you think about it. I'll tell you what, man. Is people look at me and they think, oh, oh, you know, I'm so amazing, I can do this stuff. Ilona is 10 times more amazing than me. <laughs> bro, I can't use computers. I don't know how to navigate phones, bro. Like, I don't know how to even use the copy machine, bro. Like, I, there's the printer. I'm sorry. If I said copy machine, she'd probably kill me right now. Like, that's how, like, outdated I am in that area. And, like, literally, bro, I wouldn't even have made it to this trip with Sean had she not taken care of it the morning of because I, I just didn't know what I was doing, bro. Like, okay. Bro, like I never fly. Had I not listened to my wife and Sean's wife, I would have been lost, bro, in the middle of like one hundred percent. Women run the universe. Let me tell you something right now, and this is no bullshit. Yesterday, I started recording a new album with my band. All right, and it, everything was working good. And the next thing I know, Windows wanted to update, shut down my computer. And I had to do it again. And then guess what happened? Windows wanted to update, shut down my computer again. Fuck. And then I finally did it. Windows worked. Everything was good. I, I recorded, you know, uh, what we call drum MIDI to the computer to send over to my bandmates, whatever. And I couldn't figure out because of the update how to make shit work the way I usually know how to make it work. All right. So my wife you're comes home it, after it. On any given day, bro. Yeah. Before you say this, my my wife comes home from a ten hour shift, and I kind of like ease in, like you know, she settles in, she has like a little snack. I'm like, like uh, babe, I need your help. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I, and and she's like, what happened? Yeah. And exactly. literally within less than one minute. She figures the whole fucking thing out. My drum part is there. It's all good. Yeah. How do they do that? How? Dude, they're magical, bro. Like, they're fucking. I would literally, I would be lost without my wife. That's all I can say. I have, I would have no clue how to survive at all. I'd be fucking lost. She's been the rock, you know, in my, in my life. And I think, again, that there's a lot of men nowadays that agree, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, Again, Ilona is 10 times greater than me, guys, in any given situation. She just, you know, she's got the mindset for it, and she's prepared for it, and she knows how to handle things. And, again, I'm, like, living in the 1950s over here, bro, like, just getting my yeah. first. You know, I, without our wives, like, the two of us would be, like, Christopher and Polly Walnuts lost in the woods. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> catch up and relish, bro. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, and that's how it would be, bro. Like, she's even... She's even there to like help me, dude. She does everything for me, bro. Like I would literally be lost, bro. Just, just lost. My so. wife is the same way, and and it's it's absolutely amazing, dude. And not, you know, it's like we we have our our thing, but they have to mold us. You know, it's okay. like we have to be groomed. You know, like we gotta be taken care of a little bit. Oh, bro, like I might as well be a child. <laughs> I, I might as well be a kid, bro. Like. Like, cause that's how I feel anyway when I'm around her, bro. Like, I kind of feel like she's almost like a mother, dude. Like, it's oh weird. yeah, oh you know, yeah. It's, it's, 
it's crazy, dude. She, again, she's been that, that rock <laughs> for me. And, you know, every time I'm like, oh my God, what, you know, I don't know what I'm doing or what am I going to do? She literally like fixes it, bro. Like she's like Superman, like Clark. Oh, Kent, bro. I, just, I, I, I know exactly. Yeah, about bro, like you said, like she gets on the computer and like two seconds it's done. She literally comes in to save the day, bro. I, I'm the same way, dude. I could I could not survive without her. Bro. Oh my god, there there was so many times, brother. Let me tell you, like I do a show and then it's just not there, and I'm like panic attack. I'm like, ah, this is an amazing show. I need someone to help me out here. And then my wife comes in and she just fixes it. She finds it. I'm like, how the fuck did you do that? And it's literally within seconds, like. Right. And it's with it's with ease. And then Ilona always kind of gives me this look like, really? Like right afterwards, like right at and because she showed me how to do it a million times, guys. And it's not like I can't use my brain, it's just I don't recollect any what any of what she says when she like shows me how to do it. It's 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 ridiculous, so it happens all the time. So she always gives me this look. It's just it's hilarious. I'm trying so hard not to cut off like because I'm laughing because I could totally relate to everything you're saying. And my wife, when she listens to this show, she's gonna laugh her ass off. Yeah, and, dude, one hundred percent. It's we're taught how to do things, but sometimes you can't remember it. And then they do the updates. The updates will kill you. They'll murder okay. you. But oh, you know what dude. they have? They have patience. I don't. I'm not trying to speak for yourself. So, you know, they're like, I just go to YouTube and, and watch a video on it. I'm like, yeah. I, no, oh, I dude. can't do that shit. So, so check this out. It's crazy. So my wife, like, created a, a wall, dude, like, right in the front of my house. Like, you've been to my house. Like, so, like, halfway okay. up the road, bro, like, she erected a straight-up wall. Like, stucco, put down the block, bro, used mortar. Like, I mean, just went nuts, bro. So, like, in the front of my house right now, there's a huge wall, bro. Like, and I don't even understand how she got it all together. It's insane. I left for a week, and it's, like, it's straight-up erected, bro. And I'm like, How? <laughs> Like, because this would have taken me, like, six months to do. And then she, like, looks at me and, like, gives me this, like, smirky remark. And, and like, deep down, I don't want to admit that she's probably a better builder than I am. And that's really sad, bro, because it's like, God, man, but she's she's a firecracker, dude. Wives are hardcore, dude. They're, like, they're like magical. Bro, right? no doubt. I, I wouldn't have music. I wouldn't have a podcast if it wasn't for my wife. I don't think I'd have a life, to be honest with you. Like, I, I, can't, I can't live without her. Yeah, I, I can't live without her. All right, so l let's let's move to uh, tonight. Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier, big mixed martial arts fight. Are you watching so, that fight tonight? I, I've been I've been following this, <clears throat> and guys, to be honest with you, at first, and here's here's how I'm going to say it: I love Conor McGregor. I don't care if anybody out there thinks he's a, a, a stuck-up or, or egotistical maniac, okay? The guy has a way and a presence about him in the octagon that I have never seen. If you watch him move, it's like something, again, you talked about being different. Conor McGregor moves like nobody I've ever seen in history. He has such a solidarity in his footwork. The way that he moves is so simplistic and yet so just sure. And the man looks like he is unfazed by any situation. If I've ever seen any more composure in anybody, it's him. The man is straight up 100% a machine. Now, a couple of days ago, I honestly was following this, and I thought, I kind of thought that Poirier was going to win this fight. 
But my mind has changed, bro. I really think Connor's going to go in there and kill this guy, just like he said. Um, I kind of feel like this is something that Connor's been ready for. And these guys have, what, done this three times now? You know, it's kind of like, you know, you know it's, it's, this, it's this battle that they have to have. I mean, I think that Connor needs this, bro, because I think, again, as, as fighters, we all come to this part in our lives where we're not, we're not doing what we used to be doing, and it's not capability. We're just kind of getting older, so we have to condition differently. Um, it, I just, I feel like he's going to literally destroy Poirier now. It's just something that, that I feel like is going to happen, and I, I saw that, I saw that, that aggression he had. I don't know if you guys saw it, where he called him out. And he said, "You're going to die in that ring," and it's kind of like, like if anybody watched that and didn't feel that fire that was coming out of him. That guy's got heart like Rocky times 10, bro. Like, I really believe he's going to win that fight. You know, I was telling everyone that would listen, and they think I'm nuts. I have a whole lot of premonitions about uh, upcoming fights in UFC and boxing. I think Connor will win tonight. I yeah. love Connor's swag. I love yeah. how Connor presents himself. Um he tries multiple things, obviously for money, like to, you know, cash grab with Mayweather, whatever. But he still did a good job. He still here's fought. The here's the thing: like he's first of all a fighter, okay? And he was a he's fighter. A fighter. He and he'll always be a fighter. And you guys, that's just the type of lifestyle that these guys live. Um, but again, <clears throat> say what you will about this guy. When I watch him moving in the ring, like I watched a couple older fights last night. It's something to be experienced because it's almost as if everything that the other fighter is tense about, he's not tense about anything. His movements are so non-tense. They're so loose and they're so sharp. And everything about the way that his footwork entails is amazing. If I could literally try to be like any fighter on the planet, it would be like to be like him. It's, he's very fluid. Like he, not, he loves the Bruce Lee style. He wants yeah. to be like water. And a lot of people make fun of him for his training videos when they see him like just trying to like loosen up. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, first of all, guys, you could have the, all the biggest muscles in the world. It don't mean shit. And guess what they require? Lots of oxygen, lots of blood flow. You know, if if you're just relaxed and loose and not that Connor doesn't have muscles and all that kind of stuff, but he's very loose. Like you were saying, he's very fluid. Um, a, I think he wins tonight. There's a calmness to him. So, yes. again, and you know what? I think that as fighters, everybody knows this too. There's probably 90% of us in the world where there's still just this inkling of fear that we feel. Um, and maybe he fears, maybe he does feel fear. I'm not saying that Conor McGregor doesn't feel fear. What I'm saying is he doesn't show it at all. And that kind of gives an edge to the to the fight in general. Like the guy walks into a situation and even if the odds are against him, he's like, I'm going to dominate this situation. And guys, let's face it. Even if you lose, that's how you have to be. You know, you that, can't, that's exactly you can't correct. walk through life halfway. You can't do something just halfway, man. You, you have to be all in or all. That's what I was talking about with the kicking. You can't kick and then stop. You got to kick all the way through. You got to go all the way through your target. I'm you getting fucking fired up right now. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's what you have to do, though. And it's it's the same thing, man. And I just, again, I think that fight tonight is going to be rad. Um, I don't think yes. it's going to be let down at all. I think that they're going to give us a good fight. And I think Poirier does not like Connor. And I think that there's just, again, this 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 aggression for one another. 
but man, it's, it's, it's going to be about man. And it's actually, I don't really usually follow a lot of the UFC. It's something that I've been doing just recently. And I'm really glad that I have, because I can, again, tell more and more day by day, it's where I belong, like in that type of fighting condition. Um, but man, it's, it's just, it's a beautiful thing to watch. And if you guys get a chance and if you don't already, I'm sure you do watch this guy move. It is literally like, it's unbelievable the way he moves. He's very fluid. Like you said, man. And you know, I, I think I would love, well, obviously I would love to see you in mixed martial arts, kickboxing as well. And like I was talking about, I can't wait to train in boxing with you. And I can't wait to learn more from you because I've learned so much. And I actually use these exercises. Um, I go to like, you know, a couple gyms with buddies and stuff, UFC fit, blah, blah, blah. And I show them how to do what you showed me. Like, because you showed me very, very quickly, very patiently. It took me a moment, but very quickly at the same time, if that makes sense um how to do like push kicks and certain you know uh balance of destroying an object like you said going through the object and they were like holy shit here's (laughs) how i look at it man fighting is a science and i try to do everything through the science and again like if i'm not able to do it then i'm I'm being held back you know what i'm saying so it's uh, again it's I want to stray away from everything in the martial arts that isn't going to be pressure-tested science. Um, And that's kind of what I'm working on. This is funny. Okay, these are my notes for my shows. This is what they look like. They look terrible. But notice Mm -hmm. what it says right here. Science combos. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. You guys, (laughs) for everybody listening out there, martial arts doesn't have to be hard. To learn these moves, it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be a six-year-long process where you've spent thousands of dollars and only obtained a black belt. Um, The things that black belts do, it can be utilized and actually learned very, very, very well and extensively in a two-year period. Um, Again, it's about the way that you're taught. And I hear this a lot, guys. I I hear, well... This martial art's better than Kung Fu. Kung Fu sucks or Taekwondo sucks or karate sucks. And you know what? It's never the art that sucks. It's the person that's doing the art that sucks. And so I always tell people this, okay? So people are like, well, there's that guy that was in China and he, he beat those Kung Fu masters down. And um, he showed everybody that, you know, that, that his UFC type fighting, his ultimate fighting championship, his MMA skills, that, he, that he's able to beat these guys. Um, and this is this is exactly what I want to touch down on because it's so important. These kung fu guys, and again, it's it's to no offense to anybody in kung fu. There's a lot of these like cultish type kung fu schools, um, and the masters of these schools very rarely have to fight at all. Very rarely do they a- ever actually get into combat because in these cultish situ- situations, the students believe like they're gods. Like it's it's no joke, guys. Like you can look into it. Um, there's crazy McDojo schools out there like this. Um, but it, it's really strange because these guys have never pressure tested anything. It looks beautiful and it does work and the application does work, but it's never been pressure tested. So a lot of these masters, they haven't fought in like 20 or 30 years because who's going to fight their master? Who's going to who's, who's going to challenge their master? Nobody's going to do that to begin with. But again, man, like these guys, it, it it's sad because this guy really did run through these guys. But it was because these guys 
were taught poorly or they just hadn't actually done the application for like 30 years. And so that's the thing, man, is it's, it's about utilizing application. It's about understanding the mechanics in the machine. Oh, yeah. It's about understanding how to move, where to place your foot, how a punch should come from the tip of the toe up through the hip and through the waist and all the way through your arm. There, there's a reason for this. And if you understand the reason for it, then flexibility isn't something that you're going to need to throw one of these amazing high kicks that I do. It's more about understanding your body, number one, as an individual. That's exactly under, correct. Understanding yourself. <laughs> and this is exactly why I take on only usually one student at a time because I want to give to that person everything. Because what use is what use is it is it when you go into these schools and you see a hundred students with a guy in front throwing punches and kicks? 90% of those students are going to fail and they're not even going to stick with the martial arts because there's no individual concept training. There's nothing going on between the student and the teacher at all. And so that's what needs to be done in a lot of these situations to make martial arts better. Um, and that's why these schools are failing and there's not a lot of belief in them. And I think that going back to what we were talking about with the MMA guy, they're not pressure tested. And a lot of them have not evolved and they're failing because of the lack of evolution. And that's the crazy thing. That's, that's really what people need to understand is mixed martial arts is so important because it's the concept of mixing the things that you learn so that you as an individual can express yourself. And not every person is the same. We all express ourselves differently, but that's the beauty of martial arts, isn't it? And so that's what I, always that's talk. exactly what it is. And that's what I experienced, <clears throat> excuse me, with you, uh, when I was out there and, uh, we did hiking and, and all different types of mental exercises. And what I liked about with you, like, again, with the patients and one-on-one, -on -one, cause I was always like that as a drum instructor, I didn't like teaching like multiple people at one time because yeah. that's not going to work. Everyone's different. Well, and at that point, all they're doing is watching you. And that's not enough, man. That's like going on it's YouTube not enough. and learning how to do yep. a kick from a, a Taekwondo master that does it on YouTube, you know, and has like a million subscribers. Oh. You're not going to understand it. You have to understand the mechanics. It's a very, it's a, it, it doesn't have to be a slow process, but you have to understand it. And that's the thing is a lot of these people are just doing it without understanding it. Exactly. But <clears throat> you have to have a responsible coach such as yourself and, when we trained together, it was very mental and physical at the same time because, like, the pipe walk, climbing mountains, doing everything that we did uh, was a life changer to me. So that's good instruction. That's, that's good coaching. See, it's your walk. As an individual, it's about you. It's about how you're going to learn, not how somebody's going to try to show, show you how they do it. See, that's exactly why I love taking on the individuals because you have to cater to the individual. If I'm trying to cater to 100 people, it's never going to work. If I'm, if I'm trying to cater no, to No, the shit that we did will never work with 100 people. No, because, <laughs> because they're not going to understand the concept. No. And so, again, it's about this is why martial arts is so hard for so many people. Because there is no process in which they can actually express themselves as individuals. That's, that's it, period. The, the process is gone. The teacher is teaching 50 other kids and giving out awards for best ki. You know, I mean, come on, guys. It's, 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 nah. it's sad what it's become. 
Yeah. You know, and it's it's just it is what it is, I guess. You know, it, it it is what it is. You know, like this has been going on for years in multiple sports. Like, I mean, would we, we have eighth place trophies now, like and shit like that? Like, you, you know, know and what did George Carlin say? You know, everybody's a winner, but he's like, when I was growing up back in the day, you know, we would just tell Bobby if he didn't win, Bobby, you suck. That doesn't exactly. happen nowadays. Like, but you I, know what? I, I'm really <laughs> sad that it doesn't. Um, uh, guys, I can tell you when I was growing up, I wasn't the best at everything. I can tell you I definitely didn't have the athletic uh, abilities that my, my buddies had. And, you know, those presidential, you guys, I don't know if you remember this and you're old enough like Johnny and I are, but we had these, like, presidential things come to our school. You remember that? And, like, they would, like, these, mm-hmm. like, uh, Olympian presidential, like, type like competitions where kids would get involved and be like fastest runner. And this yep. kid did this the best. And absolutely you know those types of things are so important. Um, just giving somebody something hasn't actually given them the ability to win anything. Um, victory comes with defeat and you have to be defeated to understand victory. And I think that victory wouldn't matter at all to anybody had they not understood defeat first. And so again, man, when a lot of these people are getting these trophies and these medals, it's sad to me because they're never going to understand that defeat in which it makes that victory worth something. That's and right. That's sadness. And you got to fall down. You got to fall down to get your ass back up and you learn. Like, yeah. defeat is not a terrible thing. Like, I'm, I, you know, it, it's you could learn so much from it. And I'm about to get on the next plane right now to go train because you got me all fired up over <laughs> here, bro. So let, let's talk about that real quick. Um, you know, uh, when, when are you uh, available uh, to train again? Because I can't wait to box and do we'll, martial arts with you, man. We'll get you. I was thinking maybe we can get you out here in like two weeks. Um, we'll be done with Perfect. the wall, so I'll, I'll hit you up on the phone. We'll, we'll get something set up. Yep. Again, Perfect. it's going to be a really, really good experience. Um, I definitely want to work on my boxing because you know how much I love. I, love I can't wait. I got so many things I want to show so, you. I can't um, wait. And, you know, we'll go ahead and we'll we'll just do the same things. It's going to be super hot, so we're going to have to, you know, deal with the element. But, man, I'm telling you, it's 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 a beautiful time to be training up here. Like I said, the elevation's high, you know, it makes you a beast when you go back to any other elevation. So it's bro, when I came home, I was a different fucking person. Yeah, I, dude, it's crazy. I, I, I tremendous, like, you know, I, I lost about 20 something pounds and yeah. been yeah. working out and just been doing my thing and, and staying focused. And um but the the best part about training with you, brother, and for all the all the listeners out there is that you'll come home with a with a different mindset because you'll go through some adversity. You'll go through some things that will challenge you, but it's never, it's never an uncomfortable experience. But what yeah. you're going to get out of that experience is a belief in yourself. To and say, that's, that's what's most important. Yes. Is this trip is for you as an individual. And for yeah. all those that are actually interested in this, um, I will be opening my facilities here in about a month um, and actually taking on students, you know, here and there. Um, it's something I've been wanting to do for a long time. And as you know, Johnny can, you know, vouch for me. It's a perfect place to train. Um, Wonderful. So if there's some interest out there. Um, you guys can contact him or you can contact me on Facebook or Instagram. Um, 
so yeah man it's again, so let everyone know your handles on instagram facebook all that kind of stuff so they um, could just, uh just, yeah. just adam mckinley on on facebook um a really i would say the best way to kind of find everything and lump it in is just type in adam mckinley karate and it comes right up it's got this whole google setup so um yeah man i i again you know it's 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 great i'm really glad you're coming um Oh, man. Man, I'm fired know? up too. We're we're gonna do like this is gonna be like next level. This is gonna be like Apollo Creed and Rocky Balboa <laughs> shit. <laughs> we're gonna be I'm training fired hard. I'm fired up too. Like I said, I I've got some things that you know I want to get prepared for in, in my future, and it's I think it's it's a good thing. And again, man, thank you for inviting me on the call. It was awesome. Like usual. Oh man, of course, of course. Let 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 me say this. I got a couple like last things to drop in here. Um, sure. First of all, I love your family. I'm so appreciative of how oh, dude, much you're always welcome. You're, you're, you guys have embraced me and, and took me in, and, and your wife's helped me out with the screenplay as well, Like, which, which is just wonderful. I, I'm so thankful for you guys and, and everything you've done for me, especially with the training. I've been a different person since then, so I will keep saying this to people over and over again. You'll get a remarkable experience. Um yeah. I've had some other remarkable experiences uh, recently uh, interviewing Don the Dragon Wilson, our Camacho. Oh, I mean, dude, you're talking God. about some like heavy hitters right here. Like this is this is insane, bro. I mean, Don the Dragon himself. Like I have nothing but just amazing awe when I hear his name. Um, the man was a beast, absolute just martial arts god in the '80s. Um, and he's again, man. He 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 he's 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 an awesome guy. And then uh, Camacho, bro. I mean, come on, the world's best stunt man. How like, fucking cool is this? Exactly. Yeah. The world's yeah. best. How fucking cool is this guy? Yeah, I mean, and I I saw the show you guys had. It was it was it was great. And I fanboyed. I, I I was a fanboy. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's his energy, bro. And you know, it's I, again. That's what we're all here for. Is you know, there's a few of us out there that get people fired up and he's definitely one of those guys that get you fired up and gets you thinking about things so again both those guys are just they're legends bro total legends oh my goodness and then you know now um what i'm looking forward to in the future is you know we both love both these guys philip and simon ray so I don't know if they're ever going to hear this, but I tagged both of them in my video because, again, I watch these guys again, especially uh, one of my favorite scenes from any movie is the best of the best. And it's when he, he, the, the two brothers are fighting and there's this like there's this aerial kick spectacle going on, as they say, during the tournament. There's this just crazy thing going on. Um, and I just thought that they would appreciate the kick. But, man, those guys, again, those are those are the guys that are the inspirations and in why I'm doing what I'm doing today. Um, and it's, it's, it's just, it's so cool, man, to, to, you know, finally be able to reach out to people that mm -hmm. are, that are available on, on, online. Um, and actually, you know, kind of, again, man, I'm, I'm, I'm honored to even be able to, uh, to, to tag them, but I did, man. And I hope they see They're it super, super they're, nice guys. And, yeah, that's uh, let, let's talk, you know, um, the New Jersey thing comes out of me. You know, I got a couple more things. I got a couple of three things to say. <laughs> you know, because we could just go on forever. I, I love talking to you. So basically, um, with the best of the best, I think that, you know, one and two, the 
best fight choreography outside of Lethal Weapon 4 I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, they just do such a great job together. Uh, Simon and Philip, Eric Roberts. And you know what? For brothers, you did not know for a second they were brothers. No, no, you did not. They gave a raw tension, which is really cool. And I actually, oh, got a fire truck. Um, But they give this raw tension, bro. Um, and it's they're really good actors. You can tell they're really good actors because when they're doing this, oh, yeah. you would never believe that these people are related. And they do such a good job at the very end. And I think that every person, <clears throat> no matter how much you feel tough or you're a tough guy, I wanted to cry at that ending, bro. Like I still the, do. I've, I've watched like, the movie I, fucking five hundred so, times. I, I won't even lie. Then you know what? I feel better. I feel better about it. I teared up, guys. Like when I watched it, because it just came back on Netflix, like a what, like a couple months ago, and I watched it, bro. And like I wanted to ball my head off, bro. Like how he comes up to him and he honors him like that, and you could just tell, like with uh, with um, 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 why can't I think of his name now? Roberts, uh, Eric. Eric, Eric, I love that part, man. And you could just tell, like, he's, like, dying inside at that part where he comes up to him. Dude, it's so fucking emotional. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's a really crazy moment, man. And I think all fighters, like, understand that. It's a crazy, yeah. It's an appreciation. That's what I love is, like, boxing, it's a discipline. Like, martial arts, the same way. You piece it up afterwards. You hug it out. You know, some people don't. Some people have that animosity. Maybe so, they bang their girlfriend. Or I don't know. You know, well, what, what's <laughs> things crazy, happen. What's crazy is there's this video that's kind of like floating around on the internet right now. And it's these two Thai fighters. I think maybe it's like Mui Baran or Mui Thai. I don't know. Something something similar to that. Um, and they're just bloodied, beating the bejesus out of each other. The fight ends and they both get on the ground and they bow to each other and they literally get on each other's knees and they grab each other's hands and it's one of those moments where i think only a fighter can understand that there's that's so much- gonna make me cry right now that's yeah, gonna make well, me cry it's, right it's, now it's, it's like there's so much respect um between two people that are 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 in this war in this battle um and when you can see that at the end it's it's the truest form of sportsmanship is when you can two when you, when you can watch two guys just beat each other to smithereens and then at the very end the respect um it happens in the ufc where you see these guys and they'll accidentally knock some guy out and he gets down there and he's the first guy on the ground he's like hey are you okay and he's holding him again man that's what true fighting is it's it's this respect for your opponent because you know you're being paired with this guy because this guy can kill you as much as you can kill him and that's exactly what it's about absolutely and and uh if you watch the best of the best part one like we were just discussing like when uh dehan goes over to uh philip reed who is character is tommy lee in the film uh he goes up to him he's limping he's all weak and he knows that he lost the fight but right. tommy you know sacri- he, right. he he gave up the the win because he didn't want to kill him because right. if, if he hits him again he's gonna die Right, you know? and then <laughs> Eric Roberts is just emotional. I, I still cry to this day when I watch it. I've seen it yeah. like a million times, honestly. And then when I watch part two, which the fight choreography is absolutely brilliant, the Coliseum. <laughs> we got Wayne Newton. He is like the Coliseum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he, he made that so good. much better too. The only Wayne. Oh Newton. man. Fucking Wayne Newton came in, banged that shit out. 
But, but when Chris Penn's character died, Travis, oh, yeah. oh that was tough. It's and, rough. And those moments in those movies are exactly, it's just, they're so driven, bro. There's nothing like them. And again, they don't make movies like that anymore. You know, it's just too dry, man. They don't make movies that are just, you know, that grab. That's like, why I want to work with your family to make a movie like that again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah telling you, telling you. Again, man, there's something to be said. I think a lot of people that grew up during the time we did in the 80s and experienced those movies and those those moments. Uh, again, man, I can remember literally being with my dad, bro, and like going to see Rocky Four in the theaters. Oh, my God. I was bro, just thinking like, about Rocky Four. Bro, like it was literally like again, you know, all, all things aside, like it was one of the coolest movies I ever saw in my life. And the movie, bro, like it had this dude, I swear, like nobody can rock like no sports person can watch Rocky and not right afterwards want to go out and like run a mile, bro, or like go do something. Because again, we all need that inspiration as people. We need to have people out there that are doing that so that we can be like, hey, I want to do that too. You know, <clears throat> Rocky for 1980, what was it, 6, 84. It was one of the best and worst years of my life because it made me love movies and music because that soundtrack, the Rocky Four soundtrack, is the most amazing soundtrack of all time, in my opinion. If you have not worked out the Rocky Four soundtrack, you have not lived a life. And it's, it's bro, it's like so... It's, it's just, it's perfect for that time. And again, man, they, at that time when movies were being made, they, they knew how to reach people and really emotionally pull them in. I feel like a lot of movies now are just very non-emotional. Like, they don't have the ability to pull people in like they used to. It's just, again, man, like we talked about last time, who can watch Bloodsport and not be pulled in? Who can watch all these old, you know, 80s martial arts movies and, and not be pulled in? Dawn the Dragon. You know, I mean, come on, man. It's just, it's so... There's something about martial arts movies from the 80s, and it's kind of like, I, I hope somebody soon they, they kind of claim it and they make it again, you know, that same same power that it had. You know, what's crazy is that um, I had a great conversation with Eric Roberts. I think it was one of the interviews we did. I think it was the third one. And he said the success of the best of the best was that they filmed the fight sequences very like quick in terms of believable, meaning yeah. it didn't drag out, you know, right. like they were pretty fast. Like it, you know, I mean, the first one may be a little bit dragged out a little bit, but they were all great. But if you watch the second one, it's just brutal fucking mayhem. And something, you know, that I kind of learned from Sean's wife when I was up in Pennsylvania, which is really cool, is she made me understand angles. I mean, I kind of never really thought about that, but like in these fighting movies and stuff like that, they're using, they're utilizing the perfect angle to make it look like punches and kicks are actually landing. Yes, okay. Real. I mean, there's some movies where they have it where it's just perfectly lined and perfectly angled, and she said in those situations you're just seeing a perfect angle, and it's the way the camera's hitting it, and it, it made me think for a minute. It's like it's like wow, but that's what they did in the '80s. They really made it look like it was it was hitting somebody, and they know how. Oh to yeah. Roll in on the angle. And that's something else I want to see in movies, too. Again, man, it's like, I don't know, man. Martial arts movies have been really dry for the last couple of years. Well, here, here's what's up. It's funny. I've been training at a stunt academy. Um, I saw that. Very cool. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's very cool. It's very wild. And you're right. It's all about the angle. And it's a lot to learn. Like, 
I have a whole new high appreciate. I've always appreciated actors. I've always appreciated oh, yeah. martial artists. But it's like when you actually start doing it and you start to see like how they have to do it. And it, it's so funny because like when I went in, I went in really fast. So I would be throwing my hands really quick. They're like, you can't do it that way. You have yeah. to like telegraph. You have to make it look like you have to sell it. You have to make it look real slow. Like instead of this, right, you got to go. Yeah. And then it's like learning a whole nother thing. It's like, wow, okay, now this is acting. And, and so you got to figure that out. To The fact that they get what they get from those movies, uh, aforementioned Lethal Weapon 4, Best of the Best 1 and 2, some of our favorite martial arts movies of all time, That and they make it look so quick and so good is crazy because yeah. it is about the setup. It is about the camera angle. It is about, you know, sometimes you do catch friendly fire, which is interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that shit is real. And I felt so fucking bad. I never caught one, but someone else caught one from me. And I felt so bad about it, bro. Like, so we were doing like a little stunt thing. And, you know, I I, I, I clipped him on his chin and I, I felt so bad. I was like, you know what, I though? knew it right away. I was like, oh. I'm pretty sure that those guys are really used to it, you know, so it's not like you would have to fill out of, you know, the ordinary. And again, that's what stunt guys do, right? Like they, they take the pain. Oh, they're, they're, some of these people, I mean, I love them to death. All of them are super cool. It, it, yeah. It's what I call my, my little uh, circus circle, but, um, they do some ridiculous things that are just way beyond like, I, I'm like, I'm not there yet guys. Like they're, they're, they're willing to do a lot of crazy shit. And, and I witness a lot of stuff on, on set and looking at things and I'm like, all right, is this where my life is going? I don't know about it. <laughs> and that's all we can do, man. And those experiences. And I think, you know, you and I've talked, you know, a few times, um, in those crazy experiences, you just push through and you have to, man, you know, it's, it's funny. Yeah. It's like, it took, it took of all, of all people, here we go again. My wife was the one that helped me push through a situation and you just, you push through it, man. And you realize that you, you just got to do it. And you know, every, every uncomfortable situation is, is a learning process. It doesn't have to be a defeat. You know, it can, it can actually be positive. You know, and you can you can utilize that situation to make it to where you don't have to go through it again. So that is one hundred percent correct, man. And it, w what's wild is that through this this circus I was talking about, uh, I've met you know so many great people. Uh, a female fighter who's an actual professional fighter, and she's just so wonderful. And then what I was able to do is put her in contact with a awesome, excuse me, boxing promoter. And it's just like, you know, it, it's meant to be type shit. You know, if you don't take chances in life, if you don't throw yourself out there, there there's no experience to be had. Neil right. Peart once said, experience to extremes. You got to take chances. You got to take risks, in other words. Yeah. And it, it, it's it's not a, only about my own uh, you know, personal gainfulness about what I want to do. It's about connecting and meeting with people and helping them. And then Absolutely. also w when they deserve it, of course. And then, you know, 
like our connection look, look how that happened yeah you know what i'm saying like you know sean cannon was brilliant in in saying hey i want you to talk to this guy i think you guys would be you know uh you you have a great conversation i'm like okay thank you sean yeah. my wife after five minutes of hearing us talk she comes in the room during the interview it's and hilarious. she's like wow what the fuck yeah. is this I mean, and then when we're done she's like you guys are fucking brothers but, see, but that also helps with the learning experience too you know gaining that friendship and being able to you know uh, to train each other when you come here you know i'm not just training you you're very much training me too there's a lot that i'm taking in uh, like last time when you were here i learned a few boxing combos that i'm very 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 comfortable with now that i would actually utilize in a real situation um and that's something big for me because coming from a martial arts background it wasn't something i did before so again man um whenever anybody comes here i want them to know that you know this doesn't have to be one of those situations where you're like Oh, I've got to look like I'm very much learning from you at the same time. And everybody's got something that somebody else doesn't have. And, you know, that's kind of the thing. It's like it's like my my wife getting up for yard sales on Friday and going and picking something else, something or picking, picking something that somebody else doesn't want. Like, it, it, it's just crazy, man. It's 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 one of those things. So that's what makes you a great teacher. Um, and that's what makes you a great educator. And, you know. I cannot wait to work on karate and boxing and mixed martial arts and all this kind of stuff. You know, like we talked about a couple of weeks out, we'll talk about it on a private line yeah. about when it happens. But when it happens, bro, like this time, I'm in way better shape than I was last time. Oh, and yeah. You're I'm, ready, man. And we're going to hit it a lot harder. Fired the fuck up, bro. <laughs> We've got, we got, we got another pipeline to walk that I found. Yes. Um, some really cool stuff, man. So again, man, I think it's going to be great. Um, just keep training and, and you know what, you'll be here in two weeks and we'll get it, man. We'll, we'll make it happen. Plus I got my, I got my quad back. Did you see this guy here? Yeah. Yeah. That? Let me see it. Let's see here. Oh, and by the way, that is uh, like the most beautiful environment to train in when, whenever oh, you're around beautiful Look serenity like that. In, yeah. Bro. Oh, come on. Yeah. It's a beauty. Holy shit, dude. That thing is awesome. It's rad, huh? Again, okay, for listeners, life. what we're looking at right now is a awesome fucking quad. Wow. When did you get that again? So my wife got it for Chris for, for me for Christmas, like um, I would say like two years ago, maybe like a year and a half, two years ago. Um, and it ended up having issues almost right off the bat. So I wasn't able to kind of use it and do what I wanted to do with it. Um, but then we kind of took it in. We had a, a professional look at it. And after everything said and done, man, yeah, it's, it's really cool. I've got an off-highway off, off highway license on it. Um, goes 60 miles an hour. I mean, it's insane, bro. It's like – Holy shit. Yeah, it's a, it it's can like, rip 60? Yeah, it goes 60, bro. <laughs> It's, it's not like any quad ever, bro. It's it's so funny and it's just it's powerful. That's yeah, really fast, yeah, I mean, for a quad, yeah. Where where I live up here, I mean, you've been here. It's perfect. You know, you can mm -hmm. go anywhere and everywhere in the Sierras. So, I can't wait to get out there again, bro. And I can't wait to train. And uh, we'll be definitely pumping some Rocky Four soundtrack. Oh, dude, oh, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's gonna be Heck crazy. Yeah, and just say hi to the family, man. And you know what? Uh, I will call you here probably this evening and we'll set things up. 
We'll set it all up tonight. Yep. Sounds we'll great, let- brother. And th- this show will be up on iHeart, Spotify, iTunes, cool. YouTube, everywhere, Amazon, Google. Cool. Man, dude, dude, there's uh, platforms now that picked up my show. I don't even know who the hell they are. That's great. <laughs> That's great. And you have a great show, bro. I think everybody agrees. Like everybody that comes on here, it's very cool. It's very comfortable. It's very Thank relaxed. You. Those environments, they count just as much as the martial art martial art environments. So definitely that, that that means a lot to me i i really love talking to people i really love talking to interesting people such as yourself and i'll be talking to you in a couple minutes because we're going to set up okay. this trip and uh we'll get that rocky four montage going on for everybody very soon cool all right brother